Once again, this is Craig Charles of Crown Cuts Academy. Just want to introduce you guys to um, how to be successful at the Barber College, how to choose a Barber College. Check it out, Crown Cuts Academy Live. Once again, getting it. Read and love the Johnson City way. Welcome to again to another episode of Barber College Success, presented to you by Crown Cuts Academy and Craig's Crown Cuts. The host, Craig Charles. We have a wonderful panel today. We have some informative guests. We have a, a guest. He told me a couple of weeks ago he had, he had his back in the military, so I figured that's a good person to bring on board. So he gives some description of what's going on. Yeah, it's, I thought it was funny too, right, but right. I saw my I like, yo, let's do this. But I'm letting my guests introduce themselves and talk about what they do and where they're from, and we will go from there. Hello, I'm Dr. Katie Moyer. The expert. I am, the expert. <laughs> yes. um, owner and physical therapist at Homefront Concierge Physical Therapy. I'm um, Davion Rhines, and I'm actually from Johnson City, Tennessee. I'm from here in Johnson City. Um, I'm a barber in Withville, Virginia, and I've been in Virginia for about eight years now. And I'm Maurice. I'm a former Marine. Um, I worked at the VA for a little while, and I um, uh, help out with uh, other trying to inform other veterans how they can get their uh, disabilities and uh, how to help themselves with their uh, disabilities, like in the work environment and outside of, in the community. So today we have an important topic. The topic is about economics, how to be in this industry, and not just this industry as Katie informed me, it's for everybody because everybody needs some economics at their job, wherever they might be for longevity. And I know one thing that barbers stand on their feet all day, cosmetologists, nail tech. So we're going to have some interesting facts for you guys out there to make this industry worthwhile and last, last, last long. Um, what do you, when you hear economics, Davion, what, what do you think about, about economics when you, when you hear that word? Economics, like you said, um, longevity. And in the, in the barber field, man, a lot of people that come to me and want to be barbers, the first thing I ask them is, it's not about cutting hair. How long can you stand up? Right, right, are, right. Are you going to be able to, to consistently stand up for hours and hours a day? So there's just the longevity and being able to um, do those things day in and day out. Because that's part of that's part of the, the industry. That's part of being a barber. You have to be able to withstand and endure the demands of your clients. Right, right. So what, what do you think, Luis? When you hear economics and keeping your body upright, taking care of your body, as far as any type of job feel that you may have, mm-hmm. what do you think about? I think about um, just uh, trying to make your job or whatever uh, work position you have um, fit around your certain uh, limitations. So. Um, if you have uh, issues, like you all said, like with standing or if you sit too long, having uh, different types of, um, uh, I guess, chairs and being able to reposition yourself and right. uh, work and incorporate, incorporate that in when you're uh, actually performing your job duties. Right. That's important. And okay, yes. you're the expert. So I'm going to yes. let you just chime in on that. <laughs> what, what did you hear from both, both these guys? What did you hear? What, what, did, what made you happy? What made you like, okay. Well, they're talking about, you know, you all hit the nail on the head, but it comes down to easier said than done. Mm -hmm. Like you're exactly right. I mean, you know, realistically as a barber or cosmetologist, you're standing on your feet and you don't realize how taxing that is and how like, you know, the weird positions you'll have to get into with Mm -hmm. between the different clients, your 
people of all sizes, short, tall, kids, fidgety kids, you know. Mm -hmm. So you don't realize like the different positions that you'll have to come up with because when you're in school, you know, that mannequin's right in front of you and very still and probably adjustable. I'm not really sure, you know, how that goes, but I mean, easier said than done. And Mm -hmm. same thing with ergonomics, you Mm -hmm. know, they always told us in school, work smarter, not harder. Right. Efficient. Exactly. But when you get into it, I mean, I remember you know, I've been a PT for 10 years. And when I first got out, I do a lot of manual therapy. So like joint mobilization stuff with my hands, massage. And um, I remember, you know, the director at the time was like, you, I wouldn't do it that way. You're going to kill your thumbs. And I'm just like, oh, it's fine. I'm fine. It's fine. Well, here I am 10 years and I'm like, all right, let's find an easier way to do that, you know? And so I think learning ergonomics early on Mm -hmm. is going to save anybody's career, whether it's in barber, healthcare, Working in Home Depot, working in Lowe's. I mean, in general. general. Exactly. So, and the the basic, it boils down to functional movement. Mm -hmm. Um, Because functional movement keeps you able to do anything. Because we have to kind of prepare our bodies for just the basic task of just picking up a couch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, carrying some groceries. Those things are important. So all those people don't think about our ergonomical things Mm -hmm. that we have to think about on a daily basis. Yeah. Even if you try to, you have little kids, you try to bend down and pick your kid up, there's a certain way to, to, to stoop down and pick your kid up. Yeah. Bend at your knees, not just at your waist. Yes. Mm-hmm. Little yeah. things like that, are, I think, are ergonomical things that barbers need to think about as mm-hmm. well because one of the things that I've heard barbers talk about or even seen is that um, varicose veins. Mm-hmm. And yeah. can you explain that to me, Kate? What do you think? That- yeah. So um, what varicose veins are is the veins are... Um, what returns the blood from your extremities back to your heart. Now, the arteries take it to the extremities, um, but the veins actually bring it back too. And sometimes when you are, you know, standing for long periods of time, we do other um, factors like blood pressure, you know, obesity, um, inactivity, muscle weakness, like there's a lot of things that can affect it. But basically what varicose veins are is the structure of the vein wall kind of deteriorates or, um, deforms because it can't efficiently pump that blood back to where it's supposed to go. Right. And a lot of times it could be just cosmetic, but what people don't realize is varicose veins can actually be super painful. Right. And that's kind of a thing that like it can be preventative <clears throat> or prevented, excuse me, um, with exercise, diet, proper health and everything like that. Yep. Um, but just knowing, especially early on in their career, like, Hey, there are these things that you could do to prevent it is going to like save you in the long run. Because that, that, I don't think barbers think on that level when they get into the industry. Mm-hmm. You just think about getting to this bag, getting this money, and cutting hair and having the, the best fade possible. The best, you know what I mean? You want to talk about that? Um, and that's the truth. And early on, when you first start, it's just really about getting the money. Um, and I really don't like it like that because it's a passion to me. Right. So I don't want guys coming in thinking it's going to happen quick because right. it doesn't work like that. But the more that you do it, the more you understand your body is what makes you the money. Yes. Um, your daily, mind. For, for months, for years, I've, I've been working out. And I've trying to, I've actually changed my workout routine from lifting a bunt like, like more heavy. I don't, I don't do that no more. Right. I do more functional stuff, more functional movements. They go that word again, functional weight, movements. More, yep. more, more reps and stuff like that. So, and I stretch every single day. Um, because we That's move so a lot, man. We're right. moving, yeah. we're moving a whole lot. So I make sure that I maintain my body to go to work and, um, do what I have to do at the end of the day. Health is well. 
it is important. When you hear that, Larice, what are you thinking about? Because I know you, you're not really a barber, but you've mm-hmm. had your hair done. You've been, you've got your dreads done. Yeah. You've been around people who giving you the service. Mm-hmm. So when you hear that, what do you think about? Um, same thing. Um, well, from my point of view, I definitely, because uh, it takes a while to get my hair dreaded. So that could be anywhere from one hour to three hours. So I try to uh, reposition myself quite often right and uh, of course i'm sure for the person that's doing my hair they want to take a break so i think the way they uh incorporate with the uh you know taking the breaks like they'll do a certain amount of my hair and then they'll take a break or they'll uh you know after they twist it they'll put you under the dryer and stuff like that all that stuff i think is healthy which i tell them i got back problems and neck problems and leg problems so and uh one big thing that i think helps me out a lot is acupuncture right and um um uh the um there's something called battlefield acupuncture. Right. So they actually put it in your ears mm-hmm. and it stays in until they fall out. But that's been beneficial to me. And then massage therapy. So, so, so there are things out there to help us mm-hmm. because we, we, as barbers, you just think and just go to the shop, wake up. And a lot of barbers have bad eating habits. Mm-hmm. And when you have bad eating habits, all those directly affect mm-hmm. your ergonomics Yep. Um, how your posture, everything. So it's a combination like we did last week, nutrition. Mm-hmm. So if you get get out there, anyone who's listening, go out there and check out the, the previous podcast on nutrition. It kind of directly correlates to what we're talking about right now. 100%. Because those things are important. You put those together, it's going to give you longevity in the game. Mm-hmm. And functional, I like you brought up that you've kind of transitioned what you, your workouts, because, right. you know, it's so funny to me that, you know, when we're in school and we're learning about the muscles, mm-hmm. you know, you think of like typical, oh, bicep curls, oh, tricep. Right. But honestly, like, that's not how we move. Right. And the funny thing is, is actually your muscles will, you know, adapt and build according to how you're taxing mm-hmm. them. So mm-hmm. if you're just doing like just simple bicep curls, when you go to like, you know, bring something or pull something towards you, like functionally, mm-hmm. I mean, your muscles aren't going to perform. And you're like, why? I can curl, you know, a mm-hmm. hundred pound dumbbell. But when you go to functionally move something, it's not going to apply the right. way that it should. Sure. And so I think functional exercise is something that I'm seeing so much more of, mm-hmm. which is so good. And I think that people need to start recognizing that, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like you are what you eat. Yeah. You are how you move. Like right. if you yeah, don't, right. if, if you don't move and you don't move well, you're not going to when the time comes. The, the key word is your health is your wealth. Mm-hmm. Your health is your wealth because those things go so much together, it's unbelievable. They do. I mean, on this episode, we're trying to let people earn the crown. And to earn the crown, we're going to give you some tips and some advice of how to increase or just have some stability on top of your legs and no wasted motion. Because I think a lot of times, just how you you bend or move, Mm -hmm. you could hurt possibly hurt your back oh yeah if you're not care- how you hold the clippers mm-hmm. i see some people hold the clippers a certain way i'm like hey hey you don't hold the clippers like this nah. <laughs> put, your th- put your thumb on top because and pretty soon your wrist is gonna your wrist gonna be it's gonna be hurting so we're gonna give some tips again well let me i have to interject i'm so sorry speaking of holding clippers during quarantine yes i we had to i had to try to like help eric fix his own personal barbering which was awful hence why we always come to craig but um i was holding clippers my god they vibrate so much i could barely hold on i was so i mean like again like practice you know 
move how you move and everything like that and use it functionally because I could not. That's not a profession I could do. I was like, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> it's something you could do. Trust me, it's something you could do. Once yes, you get a hang yes, of it, yes. it's fun, but you chose your profession. I need to be properly trained yes. not to do it. Cause so, it just... <laughs> but the thing is, like I said, I don't even think they talk about economics enough in the book. They don't. They don't. They don't talk about it enough because when I reached out to you, Kate, to be honest, I was like, okay, I want to add some content to the podcast. And the more I think, I'm like, this is an important topic. This is an important subject. Yeah. Because to have some longevity in this industry, you have to take care of your body. Mm-hmm. You have to know how your joints work. You have to keep your joints intact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Dav? Which, I mean, once again, like you said, functional movements and keeping your joints intact. And, and like you were just talking about, like the clippers, luckily at this this day and age, man, the the clippers are so different. Yes. There's so many different clippers now um, that, that's not as bulky mm-hmm. and, and they're a lot more lighter. So I tend to use a lot more cordless clippers to to manage my the, the functionality in my in my wrist and things like that. But um, I also think that a big part of ergonometry is um, your core. Yes. I think without mm-hmm. your core, we can't do anything. Right. So I think, man, there's a lot of functional movements, eating right, having your core right. All of that plays a part with your whole your whole For body sure. uh, movements and things like that. So so a, a point that you just brought up, the tools. Mm-hmm. To be ergonomically sound, you have some tools that fit your hands and uh-huh. that the, the proper weight mm-hmm. yeah. because you just can't just go out there and buy just any clippers. Take mm-hmm. your time and go out there and do some research. Mm-hmm. Read the reviews. Check out what barbers are using. Ask questions mm-hmm. because most people get in the industry right now, their thought process is, man, I got to get this clipper right here because it looks good. Yeah. Yeah. It's shiny. Mm-hmm. It's red. Right. It's gold. That's how it, I buy stuff. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but take your time because everybody have different size hands. Right. Yes. So as a barber, you want a tool that's going to fit your hands that's going to be economically and ergonomically sound for you. Yeah. Because if you have big hands, yeah, you might be able to want a, a, a bigger clipper. But if you have small hands trying to hold a bigger clip over time, you're putting yourself in a bad position. Yeah. And then also about the chairs. Because having a good proper chair is going to help you economically because some of those chairs are heavy. Mm-hmm. So if you're not adequate and if you're not in up to up the par you'll be moving the chair wrongly knowing how to operate a barber chair is important too because some people try to move barber chairs without unlocking it mm-hmm. right. that's not right. economically sound yeah. and it doesn't to sound move, like it would work <laughs> it doesn't and I, some of my students they're like hey slow it down you're gonna hurt your back mm-hmm. Craig it's not working I'm like this is what you gotta do push the chair down and move it it's gonna move simple mm-hmm. so read, read up on read up on some things get to know your tools and equipment properly that's going to save you economically. For sure. Larice, what do you think when you hear what we're talking about? Well, I, I kind of can relate with y'all. When I was in the military, I used to get the military haircuts. So uh-huh. I got, um, let me see, I was trying to save money, so I did the high and tights on my own. So, Everybody. <laughs> so I got my little, little share of uh, cutting my hair, so I do know what you're talking about. And, and the clippers back then, they were real, the big ones, but... I made it work, but yeah, I do know what you're saying because I would get like a felt like almost like carpal tunnel kind of right. in my hands and stuff. But and I know there are some type of socks out there for barbers or anybody yeah. who's standing so long. Yeah, there's compression. compression um, you can socks. get various um, strength compression, I guess, is what you can. You know, mm-hmm. um, what I would recommend is yeah, Amazon or like all those like big boxes that you can just like order. Um, but I highly recommend like going to 
somewhere locals that you can feel the different stretch because if you get and oftentimes you'll be like oh i try that it's just uncomfortable mm-hmm. i can't wear those but really if you get like the right size mm-hmm. um like local shops can fit you for like okay this is your um your calf size i would recommend this stretch this thread you know that kind of thing so what's the importance of those socks what, what do they so, do for you um so again um and actually i should probably back up to back to the varicose veins so the veins themselves don't have pumps to pump the blood back. So the actual um, muscles around that vein is actually what's relying to return the blood. So if you're standing for long periods of time and you're kind of static, meaning you're just not moving, that um, muscle pump within those muscles aren't pumping that blood back from you know the extremities. So it's really important that if you aren't pumping those muscles regularly or, you know, flexing, right. standing, moving, mm-hmm. just general stretching. movement, stretching. Mm-hmm. Um, the compression mm-hmm. stockings, what they do is they kind of create some sort of like hold and compression to that way it's not, the blood's not pooling. So it's just not staying stagnant in your extremities, which actually can increase your risk for not only um, uh, varicose veins, but also deep vein thrombus, but DVTs is what mm-hmm. most So, so do you recommend it... Um, Early on, and or just like wait till something happens because that's when most of us do something. Oh, God, no. Wait till something happens, then <laughs> no. we start using it. Now, I will say, um, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say you have to wear them every, all day, every day. You know, the moment you decide to become a barber or, or a profession that you're on your feet, it wouldn't hurt. Um, but I do think that, like, you know, especially it just depends on if you're fit. If you're really fit and you're, you know, consciously aware of your posture, then maybe you don't need them every day. Maybe if, like, you know, you just kind of feel a little achy, that's, you know, start wearing some compressions here and there. Um, but definitely if you, I mean, don't wait till you start to have symptoms because, my goodness, it's that's uh, never uh, a good idea for anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then just, just piggybacking what you said, Davion, right? Um, I'm just going on to a – we're talking about ergonomics, but with ergonomics comes exercise. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. A lot of barbers don't realize you have to have a proper, some type of proper routine mm-hmm. because that's going to alleviate a lot of things. Yeah. A proper oh, God, yeah. routine. You want to talk about that, Dad? What, what kind of routine do you have when you work out? And you talked about your stretching. Mm-hmm. So give us a glimpse of into Davion's <laughs> life when he's working out stretching and his nutrition pattern. Man, that starts... First, my nutrition is not the best. I don't eat. <laughs> I don't eat the worst. Don't right. get me wrong. I don't eat the worst. I stay away from a lot of stuff, a lot of pork. Um, but I do not eat great all the time. But at the, I, I'm really like, I'm gonna work it off anyway. Right. Yeah. But I start at five thirty every morning. So mm-hmm. the first thing I'm doing is I'm stretching. Second thing I'm doing is I'm going into just some light, some light stuff and just kind of working my way into it. A lot of functional movements, a lot of plyometrics. Um. Mm-hmm. Almost kind of like a yoga type of stretching, or just um, no, no, not not a yoga type <laughs> oh. of stretching. Just you know your basics, your right. basic stretches. Um, and I wasn't very flexible until I started working with Derek Fudge. Right, um, and I'm still not as flexible as I need to be. But Derek, that's Derek a lot. shout out. That's that's helped a lot here recently. But I've changed my whole workout routine to just um more injury prevention type of yes. stuff. Um, like I say, lighter weight, but a lot more reps. Um, and just just staying in a in a position to where I can stand for I can stand for you want you want to be flexible. You want to be flexible. A, a barber, you, 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 you're not you're not you're not built to lift a whole lot of weight. So you want to be flexible. You want to be, be functional. You and need, you go ahead, need to be flexible. You need to be. You need not to be. Just you just need, want. Yeah, you need. Yes, yes, ma'am. Sorry about that. You need to be because it's important. Yeah. Um, 
I, I think it's so valuable because all this stuff is going to help you just earn, earn the crown. Mm-hmm. A crown costs we earn the crown every day. We're dropping jewels to let people understand, hey, on this episode of Barber College Success and all of them, we're going to give you something to help you in your daily life. Mm-hmm. I think it's important because as our viewers start coming up, again, if you have any questions, send it to us. We'll answer them as they come in. I know we're live on Market Street Media. Again, Barber College Success brought to you by um, Crown Cuts Academy and Craig's Crown Cuts Downtown Johnson City. We have Davion on the set. We have Larice and the expert. <laughs> so if you have some questions, send it to us. But getting, um, go ahead, Kate. Oh, I'm sorry. I wanted to kind of like, both of you said um, <clears throat> quite a few stuff that I wanted to kind of touch base on. One thing that you mentioned was your core. Mm-hmm. Now, and actually we talked about this on Friday when I um, did the Each One Teach One at your um, college or Barber College, is that you think core is like just your midsection. Mm-hmm. But little do you know that you actually have like core muscles that run the entire length of your spine. Ooh. Mm. Earn the crown. Earn the right crown. There. We are earn earning the crown. The crown. Yes. Um, which, ironically, I have a crown in my logo. So it's like, you know. <laughs> there it <laughs> All is. Crowns for everyone. But, um, but yeah, so what you don't realize is that those muscles are super important for posture, you know, spine health. I mean, mm. you, I mean you've said you've got yeah. neck and back pain. Yeah. You know, I joke in the clinic, the head bone's connected to the leg exactly. bone, but literally it really yeah. is. Like, and <laughs> those muscles are small. They're deep within, like right against the spine and just slightly outside of. And they're meant for endurance, which, you know, you think, okay, that's, you know, that's why posture is so important. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes at the second of an injury, those muscles can shut off. Oh, man. And then you're starting to rely on the big muscles, which are the, you know, the as the layers continue, we've got... Tons so, of them. So, so I have a question. True yeah. story. So one day I was at the barbershop cutting hair, and I opened the door, looked in, at the sky. It was blue, and I hurt my back. Mm-hmm. That simple. Yeah. Opened the door, looked at the sky, and remember it was blue, and I was like, ah, oh, I hurt my back. Yep. It's that simple. It is that simple. And the, that's my favorite thing when I get somebody, and you work out all the time, too. I mean, yes. you know. And it's like I bent over to pick up a pencil. I was just deadlifting like 200 pounds and I picked up a pencil and my back went out. But that's so common. And what we don't realize is that we feel little warning signs that like, oh, careful, that's warning you. And that's your body, natural like, you know, mechanisms, protective mechanisms saying, hold on, you're in the wrong posture. You're now taxing your body in a way you shouldn't. Pick, correct it, but a lot of times we're like, eh, it's fine. Push through it. No right. pain, no gain. And that's not really, like, you should be aware of this. And, and that's what barbers do, I know. Mm-hmm. They'll feel a little twitch. They're like, man, I got these five clients coming. I want to let them down. <laughs> you know, that's, and, the truth. <laughs> that's the truth. And man. I got to keep going. I got to keep going. And that warning sign, and you go home, you yeah, all stiff. Yeah. You The next day, the whole Sunday, you're trying to recover. You're like, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? It have to happen to you before a day? It, it has plenty of times, yeah. man. But at that time, at that moment, you're like, okay, I got four or five more clients. Right. I don't want to cancel all these clients. I want to go ahead and just, just push through it. But in all reality, we're just making it worse. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I mean, can you think back to some warning signs leading up oh, to yeah. like before full-blown injury? Oh, yeah, I can. Um, like he said, when you feel that twitch or you feel that little pain that shoots in there, and uh, sometimes you can um, make it worse by – 
not um, attended to it right then. Uh-huh. Uh, but sometimes, like, uh, you got that adrenaline going, so you're going to get it done, <laughs> and you'll uh-huh. feel it later on. But I was going to ask, since y'all two are barbers, um, how do y'all feel about, uh, like, your shoes and inserts? Because I know inserts actually, I think that's important to have comfortable <laughs> shoes. That's, that's a great question. That's valuable. Because I see a lot of barbers, they cutting Timberlands. I'm like, I don't know, yo. <laughs> I can't do it. How are you doing that? Yo, who you trying? What you trying? Really? To, is that a video right. set? Right. You trying to? Who you trying to impress? You, you making a video or something? You trying to? Hey, I don't know how you do it. Hey, more power to you. And then, then it's untied too. It's un- yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, how are you doing that? No. That's like your worst nightmare to me. I mean, yeah. I think it's important for me. I, yeah, I'll spend my money in my shoes, comfortable mm-hmm. shoes, right. for me to cut in. Me Even too. me too. Go ahead, D. No, me too. I'm I'm like you, man. Um, whatever the cost is at that point, because this is this is kind of like my money maker. Exactly. Right. I'm on my yeah. feet all day, so I always have a light pair of shoes. Um, most of the time it's Adidas. I like the Ultra Boost. I'm yes, I love the Ultra Boost. I, I kind of stay in. I kind of have just one or two pairs of shoes that I wear daily to work. I'm not trying to impress nobody. I'm coming yeah. in to do my job, feel good about what I'm doing. And go home healthy. Exactly. Yeah, it's key. It, it, the shoes are important, yeah. KT. The shoes are important. So yes. all that is going to help in your maturation. All that's going to help in your longevity. All that's going to help in your ergonomics. Because you have some shoes that's worn out, you can't even stand straight. Nope. No. And that could uh, it's a direct correlation yep. to your back. Mm-hmm. Or even your elbows. I mean, your neck it bone is. connected to your leg bone, like you said. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, exactly. I, I couldn't imagine that. And I remember it like yesterday and I tell people the story and then I hear more and more stories. This one guy told me he dropped the dollar bill. He picked it up and he had that back surgery. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hear it all day, every day. Cause I mean, I, I, my bread and butter that I've treated for the past 10 years and have specialized in is treating spine. So, I mean, neck pain, back pain, I see it all day, every day. And it happens so often. And there's something that we call um, in my specialization certification that I just got this past February. Um, it was, uh, I mean, I've been studying it for 10 years, but um, the thing is called um, fatigue failure. And that's the idea where you stress a certain tissue over and over and over again. And then at at moment's notice, it fails and it fatigues. And so that's exactly the principle that happens with not only your discs within your your vertebrae or your back, Mm -hmm. but the ligaments, the muscles, the tendons. And that goes back to nutrition. If you're not properly hydrated and then you are just, you know, going, 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 unhealthy eating habits, unhealthy drinking habits, you don't rehydrate, you you know. All those things you're talking about. That's what barbers do all day. They'll go. Yeah. And without eating, without drinking nothing. Without, oh, yeah. Oh, I know. Dav, you know, they, we just go. At this moment in my career, man, I'm, um, I would advise any barber to, to, I mean, most of the time barbers make their own schedule. Right. Set you a lunch break and, and abide by that lunch break daily so you will have time to fuel up, yep. to uh, re-energize, to eat something good. Mm-hmm. Take a few minutes to stretch as well. Right. And I do that um, every day. I have to set that. Uh, sometimes it don't work like that, but 90% of the time I do set a break. I get to eat. I get to stretch a little bit and just be able to, to spend some time to myself and then get back in the group. Yeah. So talking about stretching, KD came up with this. Wonderful thing called a barber flex. <laughs> I love it, yes. I think it's I think it's wonderful. Barber flex. And it's flexes that she came up with for barbers to do to help you while mm-hmm. before, during, after, just to kind of keep yourself all the greased up, we would yep. say. 
Exactly. Because you need those things. You need to be like ready for any moment. You want to talk about those, the barber flex? And I think yes. you need to patent that because somebody's going to steal <laughs> the barber flex. Yes, patent coming soon. Um, yeah. So, what um, me and my partner, we, you know, were sitting down to kind of talk about our each one, presentation. Each one? Yes. And um, we were just trying to get, you know, the idea is, is, too much of one thing is a bad thing and find yourself in the same positions all day. You want to get out of it. And so we just did, you know, from pretty much head to, you know, back, just movements of like, you know, neck retraction, extension, because I mean, most of the time you're looking down. So just reversing the curve that you find yourself in all day, like throughout, you know, clients and repetitively, um, especially stretching out the wrist and the hands and educating that, you know, you want to stretch not just one muscle, kind of like we talked about the bicep mm-hmm. curls. You want to stretch all the way through the fingers, the elbows, and the wrist because that's where those muscles cross. So um, just uh, so, so the casual observer who's listening, when you say, I think you might have to break that down okay. <laughs> a little bit more because people like, um, they probably somebody probably stay on their head trying to stretch something. And yeah. Doing it right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. I sorry, I can get a little nerdy, but um, so like if you think about like carpal tunnel. Everyone thinks it's your wrist. So everyone, you know, when they stretch their wrist, that's just what they do. Mm-hmm. But really, those muscles actually start here. What's here? What's here? Oh, your elbow. Sorry, I forgot <laughs> where. <laughs> Inside of the elbow? Yes. yes. Um, the muscles go from your elbow through the wrist and through the fingertips and attach at the very um, end of your fingertips. So if you want to effectively stretch, you want to make sure that you, you know, grab hold of the end of that muscle and, and try stretch to, all the way through. to the back to the back of your wrist. Yep, not yep. the front of your wrist because that's not no stretch. You just well, it can doing be. A curl. Well, it can be if you if okay doing so, the opposite. So side. do both. Yeah. So to stretch out the wrist flexors, you want to bend your hand backwards like that. Mm-hmm. To the extensors, you want to flip your hand over. And those muscles are in the book. So yeah. if you're a barber, you can go back, go back to your anatomy section and listen to the words of the the muscles that she talked about. That yeah. the, the X what. The uh, wrist flexors and extensors. Yes. Yes. And right. I, I, come, I came across this all throughout my college career. Oh, I'll never use it. I'll never use it. And I'm sure barbers, when you open the book, you're like, anatomy, why do I need to know that? Not just barbers, it but just important. the casual person out yeah. there, people out there like, man, I thought y'all just in school just cutting hair. Yeah. You're just moving your wrist, cutting, <laughs> cutting hair. I'm like, no, we have to learn about anatomy we have yes. to learn about chemistry which is good we have to learn about electricity yeah we have to learn about all those things and put it together because you want to learn what those muscles are oh yeah you want to learn what your back muscles your your, your facial muscles yeah. your parietal ridge your occipital bone your temporal bone your zygomatic makes bone makes me so happy to hear all those <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and those are real terms that we use in the textbook yeah and people are like what why would y'all need that <laughs> why would we need that kate well because it's important because not only for yourself but also for your clients i mean you know if you don't want to get close to certain structures that you can cause damage or you know even you could recognize certain things <laughs> i like to hear about the chemistry too because you know if, if you guys didn't know about chemistry i wouldn't have Oh right, we gotta get your hair. Larice, <laughs> listen to what you're listening to. Mm-hmm. Hair's talk about this barber lingo and the barber language. What do you think? Um, as far as uh, what you said, the muscles about, yeah, and the, the muscles bones and all that extra stuff. Yeah, I, I, I try to do that right now. I mean, on the daily, because like I said, going out throughout the day with uh, my uh, many limitations, I have to keep like stretching, and I don't know the exact all the words. I did take a few classes that uh, had uh, some of them terms in it, but um, yeah, I just try to 
make sure I keep my hands and uh, my muscles like my uh, uh, well I like I have problems with my thoracic and my cervical at the top and my uh, sciatica so I always try to make sure I don't do those certain movements you know bending over to get a dollar even though sometimes it's spontaneous you just want to reach over and grab it um, you, you can't always do that I'm telling you because things that happen is like your guard might drop yeah. and you move a soap mm-hmm. to pick your guard and put it back on because you got a client that could right there adversely mm-hmm. affect you yeah yeah I can see you pulling a muscle like that. And clippers drop, cones drop. Exactly. And if you just try to go the wrong way, mm-hmm. there's proper ways to bend over and bend down. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, and I wanted to kind of piggyback on that a little mm-hmm. bit because – and that is um, that is why I actually broke off into my own, my own business mm-hmm. because I found so often – I mean, you guys can relate to barbers. You're stacked mm-hmm. with patients, and both of you have experienced mm-hmm. physical therapy in, in big, you know, mm-hmm. busy clinics – the education mm-hmm. that we lose because we don't have the time to provide our patients, like, because just to hear you say, like, you don't bend over yeah. or because you have so many problems, you right. avoid certain <clears throat> things. And that's what, you know, my profession and other healthcare professionals, we need to do better is mm-hmm. educate, mm-hmm. which Craig does a ton of, <laughs> which is great, though. But, you know, I want to teach you how to properly you know, go back to the things wow. that you did before because wow, that's a, that's to hear you, right yeah, to hear you say, Ooh. I'm, I don't do that. I yeah. avoid it. Exactly. Imagine living your life, avoiding all the things that you've experienced yeah. that caused a little bit of pain because for fear mm-hmm. of re-injury. And that's where I think people don't realize what PTs can do is like, mm-hmm. yeah, we can, we're not just for post-op after you've had surgery. Mm-hmm. Before, you know, prior. Yeah, mm-hmm. before the minimal uh, minimal sight of pain or like just a little discomfort or you just notice something's not feeling right, you should seek a th- uh, physical therapist to evaluate. Wow. To say, oh, okay, hold on. Yes, you have something going on here. <laughs> Let's, this is what you can do to better it. Let's correct it. Correct yeah, early. correct it. Yeah. Before uh, it gets out of uh, hand. Uh, uh, but that's so important right there, KT, right? Yeah. Because like we talk about most people just thinking barbers just cutting hair. Mm-hmm. Most people just thinking only time you see a physical therapist is after you get in a wreck, mm-hmm. or after you hurt your back, after a sports injury. Yeah. But you, you should go before. Yes. To, oh, for yeah. preventive measures. For sure. For corrective measures. Yeah. That's important. What you think, Dom? Very important. Um, wow. Like we was talking about earlier, we always wait till the last minute. Yeah. You know, we got clients and we tweak yeah. something and we, we wait till tomorrow to see if it feels better. Right. But honestly... <laughs> Like you were saying, uh-huh. um, we, we need to correct that stuff earlier. Oh, for sure. Wow. So so it's important for barbers around the country, wherever you are thinking about this, letting yourself understand that, hey, you have to you you have to take care of your body. You have mm-hmm. to take care of yourself and think of things for preventive measures, mm-hmm. not wait till it happens. Mm-hmm. Because exactly. when it happens, it might be too late, and then it might be really difficult to fix the problem. Yep. So if you do something preventive along the way, you're stretching your proper nutrition, yep. just being educated on the basic thing, sure. or even just calling the physical therapist and be like, "Hey, this is my new job. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you recommend? Yep. What do you suggest?" Yeah, and it's, and then it will be just a consultation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you be like, "You know what? Give me a rundown what you've been doing lately. Yeah, or this is what I've been doing. All you need to do is just do this, do that. Yeah, so you won't go through life like like you saying, Larissa. I didn't mm-hmm. think of that either. Yeah. like you try to avoid certain things because. Man, I'm, that, that's like a bad quality of life. You're not enjoying life because you can't even do some things that you want to do. You have kids. So you're like thinking like, man, well, not today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not today, baby. I can't do this with you. I can't. Mm-hmm. Let's go outside and throw the ball. Mm-hmm. Oh, not today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
that stuff can be prevented. Exactly. Or you can yeah. talk to your physical therapist and be like, hey, what can I do to live a quality life with my kids? Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. And um, I, it's funny, it like, kind of goes full circle. I just actually posted a, a, little, a little homemade vlog um, on my, web, uh, on my um, social media that what people don't realize is there's so many more other effects of not just a physical injury. Um, it, you know, on my blog, I talked about my COVID and how I recovered, but it, the same goes for like a physical injury. Mm-hmm. It affects you psychologically. Mm-hmm. And then not only does it affect you, like your emotional and your like stress, you know, <laughs> your ability to handle it, but it also affects everyone around you. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm a mom of three kids. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when I mm-hmm. was struggling, like, gosh, I like, I I'm not, I'm not at a hundred percent right now. And it just frustrates me. But then I take, you know. It, my kids see my frustration, even though I'm not taking it out on them. <clears throat> Same thing with your spouse. So, right. I mean, that's something that, like, it all goes full circle. Like, It's hand in hand. Yeah. Man, this is important. This was, as we're doing this, I'm like, man, this is actually, this is really just so valuable <laughs> because we take those stuff for granted. Right. Yeah. And right. I can't think of any other barbers that I've talked to who have actually mentioned a word about economics. Mm-hmm. Even the barber shows we go to, do they, do they ever talk about yeah, that? I and, have never heard of a barber show. <laughs> but that's important. So they should have something set up saying, hey, this is an economical mm-hmm. room and mm-hmm. this is the physical therapist. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk to you about the longevity, yeah. how to take care of your body, how to do certain stretches. Demonstrating all Demonstra- that stuff too. That's stuff. I was going to say, have them call mm-hmm. me. I can set that up. I can travel. Definitely. Or even like a nutrition course. nutrition course. They don't have that. I've never seen one with nutrition. It's just barber and barber and barber. But it's just so much more. Yeah. Wow. You may be able to save some barbers. Yeah. That, that's, that's valuable. Just people in general. Too. Yeah. And I know a lot of people who we've been getting a lot of subscribers listening to this podcast. And I had this girl from Texas call me. She said, hey, I haven't listened to your podcast. I listened to all of them. I want to come and get trained by you. I'm like, man, this podcast is serious. It's reaching out. You know what I mean? So what we say right now, KT, is going to be important because- yep. I don't think there should be another hair show out there without talking about ergonomics mm-hmm. or talking about nutrition. Exactly. That's, that's valuable. Yeah. We can't go on no more. That's important. And even if I have to contact them and walk in there with you, Katie, that's what we're going to do. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Start, what, yep. what, what came, question for you, Craig. What came to mind for you um, to come up with this topic to, to share with everybody? Um, well, for me, I just try to use all my friends. And like I had you on the list like five weeks ago. Right. I'll just wait and, you know what I'm saying, to hit mm-hmm. you up. Mm-hmm. I have a list of people, and I think that with barbering, is more than, just to kind of let people know, it's more than just cutting hair. Mm-hmm. Right. We, we, we are so much more important that we have value. Mm-hmm. We're more than just haircutters. Because when I see and talk to barbers, students who are around the country, they have a terrible experience at barber schools. Mm-hmm. And I want to change that model to give them as much as possible to understand, hey, this is a serious craft. This is a great industry. This is a good career. You can make good money if you take it serious and do the certain things to put you in position for it. But if we don't push that energy out there, a lot of people are not going to take it serious. So it starts with us as barbers. Mm -hmm. It starts with us as educators to educate people, let them know this, this, and that. Mm -hmm. And it's just basically content, giving information, because Mm -hmm. I'm passionate about this industry, just like you are. You know what I mean? But being passionate, we have to seek other ways to reach other barbers and let them know, hey, be in this industry. Because a lot of barbers get burnt out right. and they quit mm-hmm. with a great skill. I'm like, man, 
because they're not grown, they're not advanced, and they don't think there's nothing else more than just sitting behind a chair and not realizing nutrition play a role, ergonomics play a role. And next week, we're going to talk about music. That plays a role. What does music, what role does music play in the barbershop? That's a big role. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? So, just thinking on that level. That's another topic, but I like I'm glad. Well, come in next week then. I'm going to try to. If you can. But I like that. You know what I mean? I like that. And then I have Rob coming on the following week. We're going to talk about CBD and how it was going to infuse in okay. um, the, the beard bombs and just beard butter, whatever. We're going, and we're going to try to mix it up. I just try to mix it up, Davion. Just try to give people a different feel, yeah. if that answers your question. It did, and I was really – that answered the question completely, but I was thinking, did anything happen? Because um, like you said, we don't ever talk about this at barber shows or, or, or anything. So did anything happen for you to be like, okay, let's let's put this into play and, and, and put I, it out? I just think of my friends, you know what I mean, people that I meet in my day of life, like KT. I'm like, mm-hmm. for sure. you know what? Physical therapist. Mm-hmm. One person I know who's a good friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Let me include. And when I, when I called her, she's like, sure, why not? She was yeah. excited. I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I was so excited that she was excited. I'm like, man. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So, and then I was like, come to school because we do something on Fridays called Each One Teach One, mm-hmm. where we bring someone in the community just to talk to the students, talk about expertise, things they do. But we have the students do it. Mm-hmm. And she did it last Friday. So I was like, you know, we're going to do the podcast on Monday as well. Because in the classroom, there was so much stuff that was given, information, they got it first. Now let's push it to the world. For Let sure. them have yeah. it. Sure. Get, get a piece of what we, yeah, so... It was, it was really cool to see actually doing that presentation to your students because at first I thought they're just, I don't think they're going to be so interested in this. And like they really, I mean, it was early on a Friday morning. I was like, you know, trying to make it as exciting and lots of memes and, you know, you know, just kind of get them in, engaged. But my gosh, by the end, like yeah, they, the questions were just firing. And then, it, you know, again, transition, not just to what like they're doing in Barber's college, but like, oh, wait, but when I work out, you know, outside of here, right. and it was just really cool. So I, I, I was really glad I could do but it. But think about something that you said earlier in the podcast. You just gave me, dropped some knowledge on me. I, I used to think the core was from your belly button, yeah. that area down. But you said the core is from like, mm-hmm. I didn't think, I didn't know that. And yeah. most Barber's don't know that. Yeah, I did. Because, like you said, most barbers look down. We we all do that. So oh, yeah. we have to do some stretches to lean our hands back. Oh, yeah. Back and forth. Those things are important because you get stuck like that. I mean, you don't think it's happening, but over time, it takes its toll. Oh, yeah. Over time, it takes its toll. <laughs> and it doesn't take a lot of time, unfortunately. You know, right. It happens like that. You think, oh, I'm young. I can do this. No, it, it, it'll sneak up on you. So jumping on more on some of the barber flexes, are there any more stretches you want to talk about, Katie, as um, far as like so, for yeah. your calves, for your quads, or something like for your back? What well, kind of stretches you can um, do besides? I do want to talk about the neck, especially. Um, we talked about retraction, which is just kind of the way I describe it to people is, you know, sitting up tall. Imagine someone ugly is coming to kiss you. And you're <laughs> I'm telling you, in the clinic, when I have somebody do it, I'm like, okay, you just tuck your chin, and I, I get some weird things. The second I say that analogy, it's like perfect. <laughs> it's like, I got it right. There it is. <laughs> Must be hot. Yeah, some you know, bad some breath coming to give you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, but so, anyways, so just talking about like reversing that curve, but um, retraction. I mean. Think of how often you sit with your head forward. You know, that motion right there can solve headaches, right. can, you know, stretch out um, just the muscles in your neck that you don't realize, especially if you find yourself sitting. 
Um, but then, of course, the extension, the retraction extension is actually um, ergonomically freeing of those joints in your neck. So you're right. not pinching. You know, I mean, a lot of times mm-hmm. people look up and like, oh, it just feels so like compressed. But adding those two together actually opens up those what we call facet joints and allows for improved motion and like you can actually move further. Right. And so that those two exercises combined, um, you know, I see a lot of and you guys I'm sure have heard it in your fields, uh, carpal tunnel. Right. What people don't realize is that, you know, carpal tunnel, yes, it can be just isolated to the wrist, but that's usually a symptom of prolonged neck pain or herniated discs in your neck. Wow. And the pain will actually originate here, but you can, the effects go down because it affects not only your nerves, but the muscles that mm. those nerves go to, to innervate. And so, you know, that's something that those stretches right there are Tell like. You, you, you earned the crown. You yeah. earned the crown. <laughs> yeah, you earned the crown today. Ooh. Yes. I should have worn one. <laughs> yeah, you should have. So, I mean, I, I didn't think of it on that level because yeah, I'm yeah, thinking yeah. like, man, just it's going to be from your wrist to your fingers, but then you yeah. go down from your throat to your neck yep. to your back to your shoulders. to Because that's 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 where, I mean, if you think about, um, you know, imagine if your washer went out mm-hmm. and, you know, you do everything you can to fix your washer and somebody says it's the computer or whatever. Well, next thing you know, your refrigerator goes out. Well, you know, there's nothing combining those two except one thing, the fuse box. So you always want to make sure that you're not just checking the structure itself, but you're going back to what's supplying that structure, and that's your neck. Mm. So when I hear, especially, you know, now I will say, your your profession, you guys are using your hands a lot. So yes, carpal tunnel in both hands is is very highly likely. But I would say, let's go back to the source. And has anyone treated the source? Mm. And so that's, um, so those stretches, you know, just because you're, you use your wrist so much, making sure you keep those stretched out, the neck, Mm. reversing that curve. (laughs) Same thing with your back. Um, You know, I do a lot of extension. So you're just leaning back, you know, extending that lumbar spine. But also if you guys are standing, you might be extended and you might want to just kind of round it out. I don't always teach that way Mm because people find themselves like this anyways. So so let me ask you a question. And... (laughs) Like for a manicurist mm-hmm. or a pedicure, they sit down. Yeah. So uh, should they be doing some type of stretching too while they sit oh, down all day? 100%. 100%. I mean, if I would say stand up in between each client at the very least. I mean, when I'm treating back pain, I have somebody do an exercise. And in the beginning, especially when pain is prevalent, once every hour, get up and do a set of 10. Because you want to change out of that static position because our bodies like to move. So you want to change out of those positions that you're in for a long period of time. So get up, reverse the curve. So if you find yourself hunched over, stand up, stretch out. You know, if you find your arm, if you're working like this, go to a wall or a doorway, stretch out your shoulders and your chest. I mean, reverse the curve helps minimize that over time shortening, changing the structure and also changing the muscles. Give yourself some time. Yeah. Take a lunch break. Set it up. Set yourself apart. Stand up while you're working. Give yourself some time. Um, The income, the revenue is going to be there, Mm -hmm. but it's not going to be there if you can't perform. Mm -hmm. So take some time for yourself. Do some little stretches. Stretch your hands. Stretch your back. Put your foot against the wall. Do something. You sitting down as a manicure snail tech, get up. Move around. Don't just go back to back to back eight hours straight. That's not healthy for you. And because you do that, after a while, 
they're going to be coming to you anyway <laughs> and having to spend more money instead yeah. of coming to you in, in the beginning yeah. every other day, every, little by little, yeah. and just have some preventative things. Oh, yeah. yeah that makes plenty of sense. Larice, what have you been educated today? Yeah, sure have. What have you um, learned new in this um, in this platform on this on this? Uh, I learned uh, definitely the stuff y'all have to go through as a barber. Because like I said, I just think about barbers as being on their feet all the time, and I, I wonder how y'all do it actually. Because right. it's a uh, it's a lot. I come by there sometimes and see y'all there early in the morning and late in the evening, and then, uh, <laughs> uh, from the doctor, you know, different points that she pointed out with the core and doing different stretches and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, I've gained some knowledge on this today. So, what'd you get, Dom? A lot of good stuff. Uh, <laughs> like, like you said, man, she earned the crown today. So <laughs> yes, sir. I, I can listen to Thank some because everything she says goes along with what we do, along exactly. with what he does. Yeah. So, uh-huh. I learned a lot, a lot of uh, functional stuff, a lot of stuff that has to do with um, basically the source instead of just right. thinking that, and, you know, carpal tunnel is just in the wrist when it's coming from maybe the neck area. So, I learned a lot of good points, man. But this was, I, I like this a lot. Good, good, good. Well, what I do, every guest have to come back again. So in season two, I'm going to have every guest come back and ask me questions. Since I'm facilitating this, this is season one. It's like the real world in them show on TV. <laughs> yeah, back in the day. Yeah, yeah. We're going to come back and do season two. Larice, you got to come back. I'll come back. And let me tell you how I got Larice, right? So I was coming here today, right? And <laughs> this one guy, he's supposed to come on and he canceled. And I'm just coming, pulling my scene. I was like, Luis, you want to be on a podcast? Luis, <laughs> <laughs> how did it happen? Just yeah, like that. Just like that. He's like, yeah. man, I never been on a podcast. And he's like, all right, come on. I'm like, come on, it's going to be fine. He's like, do I have to speak? That's what everybody's <laughs> I was like, Luis, you know what I'm saying? I ask the questions. But most people get a little nervous. They're like, what do I have to do? I want to hear my voice. And we let them know, hey, it's this chill, sitting in the living room, sitting and just being yourself. It's yeah. totally fun. I mean, every time I do that, I have plenty of fun. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I listen to the podcast all the time, and I laugh every time at the end. You always ask everybody, so what, you know, were you nervous? How do you like it? What do you think? <laughs> and it's so funny. Everyone's like, oh, I was terrified to come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody's always nervous. I'm like, relax. It's chill. Yeah. Somebody want to hear your voice. Your delivery is going to be, is for someone out there. Someone yeah. is listening because you're educating them. You're giving them something that... They've talked about, they've asked questions about, but they didn't know where to get the answers mm-hmm. to. So when we open up like this, we're reaching so many different people across mm-hmm. the across the world, across the country. Because believe it or not, this is the only Barber College podcast that's out there. Gotcha. So this is one of one. And I noticed one guy contacted me um, and he wanted to start something again, but I don't know if he started it. So this is one of one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm happy I started, and we're just going to keep rocking. I appreciate yeah. the invite. I've known you for a long time, so it wasn't no problem for me coming on. So yes, sir. A lot of good things. Yes, sir. Dob, um, in our closing, what, what do you, anything you have to say before we close? We can go on forever. This is an interesting topic. <laughs> go on. I said we, we, can go, we could go we on can forever. We can go on forever, but I no, know. Man, I, I appreciate the invite, man. I'm, I wasn't nervous, though, right. honestly. Um, I wanted to get on here and expand my knowledge to other people and learn from other other greats that's, that's in the business. So, man, I, I love it. I would love to come back. Right. Uh, ready for season two. So. <laughs> <laughs> so when I hit you up, what did you think when I hit you up that day? That, it was a I Sunday thought. morning. I'm going to tell you what I thought. <laughs> I wanted to know the topic so I could go ahead and, and prepare myself. <laughs> but you wasn't putting it out. You Not, like, I'll give you the topic when we get there. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. Because it's more original. It's right, more like right, you're, not, you're right. not preparing for it. Even though it's good to prepare. Yeah. But you want to be like... More original, but it don't seem like you're reading something off a prompter where, because yeah. it's a little bit more 
authentic. I yeah, think. yeah, I like this a lot better. So. Yep. What do you think, Katie? When I when I took when I asked you, and I was like, I was like, I was hoping she said yes. Oh my gosh, I'm not gonna lie, I was so excited. Like I, you know, I'm a talker, so <laughs> I have no problem. And I was like, yes, oh my god, such a great opportunity, especially you know, just starting my business, and then. As it got closer, I'm like, oh boy, I am a little <laughs> nervous, but I mean, it's just more of like a healthy anticipation. That's good. That's good. But Again. yeah, no, I was excited and I'm happy to do it. Yes, sir. Barber College Success brought to you by Craig Charles of Crown Cuts Academy and Craig's Crown Cuts. Spreading love to Johnson Cityway. And before we close, I'll let everybody just say a closing words. Um, if you want to say something inspiring to someone, to a barber out there, to the next physical therapist or anything you want to say in your field, to your kids, whatever. You I'll just say everybody take care of yourself and your jobs, you know, um, <clears throat> make some of these, uh, take some of these um, uh, tips that they gave out, you know, with the exercising and uh, nutrition, because um, your health is the most important thing. And if you're not healthy, you're not going to be able to be at top of your job performance. So, Most definitely. Um, health is wealth. A lot of great tips. Take these and, and run with them. Um, and stay two steps ahead of the game, man. Miss Kate? Um, well, I want to say, you know, for anyone in any profession, especially, you know, healthcare and um, just anything really, you know, never stop learning because yes. that is something that like I have, you know, I strive to do and, you know, beyond just graduating, I make yes. sure every year, but that's where you're going to, that's where you're just going to just blossom, you know, find a mentor. Yes. Just keep learning. Yes. I was telling one of my friends yesterday. Um, we were talking, and I was like, man, um, I go to my mentor because I, I, I kind of tend to see myself always trying to fix a problem and always trying to be really on point for people. And I'm like, I went to my mentor last week, and I'm like, hey, give me some constructive criticism. Tell me what I need to do better. Help me out, because I don't have no one at times just telling me how to get better, what to do, how to fix things. All I do is kind of be on point and be steady and be ready to give people sound advice. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you're in that role, you need someone to give you some constructive criticism to be like, hey, you know what? You need to do this better. You need to say this better. You need to, you need to fall back a little bit. Look at things from three-dimensional instead of two-dimensional because you're moving so fast sometimes as a professional, you lose sight of the essential things sometimes mm -hmm. of you getting better. Mm -hmm. You have to take care of yourself too. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. It's important. It's right. valuable. So, again, as I'm on Barber College Success, we dropped some serious jewels. We are all on the crown today. We all on the crown. Everybody gets a crown. <laughs> um, and in closing, I just want to say, hey, the podcast on um, Apple, Google, Spotify, Rocket, um, go check us out. Subscribe to it. We're on episode 24, 25 somewhere. It comes out on Friday. Look for it. Um, we have something exciting coming up with um, Lathan here on the 19th of December. We're going to try and do fades and flows virtual. Um, we're going to have everybody from across the country trying to participate. So looking forward to it. Thanks again for your participation. Peace.